on today's episode of The Breakaway, presented by Los Rios Community College District. Rob McAllister, Adam Moffat, they are back for the Western Conference Final Preview. Excited to talk to those guys and much, much more. Uh, a lot to get into, recap and last match, and then heading into the match against Phoenix. What to expect and much more. If you haven't grabbed your tickets, do so now. They are going fast, nearly gone. SacRepublicFC.com slash tickets. Sacramento Republic FC fans, UC Davis Health is here to keep you in the game so you can score a healthier future. From adult and pediatric care to sports medicine and orthopedics, their providers focus on achieving better health for the very young to the young at heart. Find a doctor you connect with at any of their 17 primary care clinics throughout the region, including Davis, Sacramento, Folsom, Roseville, Rockland, and more. Learn how they can support you at choosehealth.ucdavis.edu. At Elk Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Students advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. Uh, all right, Western Conference final week. Rob McAllister, Adam Moffat joining uh, me on the podcast, fellas. Uh, what a what a exciting time! Woo! Woo! Let's go! I'm yeah, fired I'm so up. Pumped. I don't know He's why Adam so Moffat's not fired up. I'm I'm excited. Western Conference final. You guys are just very chill, very calm. You know, this is a really big event, and I'm excited. I'm going to be there on Saturday. I'm you... excited as well, man. <laughs> yeah, Moffat, you're not got... excited or what? What's going on? I'm never too high, never too low, you know. <laughs> Coach Moffitt coming in, yeah. Okay. No, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, last time we were in the Western Conference Final, Rob, ten years ago. Yeah, Miracle at Bonnie, 2014, Rodrigo Lopez, and look at this. Ten years later, he's back. More importantly, equally important, I'm back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no doubt excited. It's good. Listen, and, and I feel like, you know, we, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Phoenix, but, um, the final four teams that are left in it, you know, there's, it's not necessarily the teams everyone thought there was going to be in. And now that makes it even more fun. Phoenix has gotten hot. They played well in the playoffs. Uh, Formella, uh, former Republic players been playing well for, for them, but let's start, let's start with Sacramento and the San Antonio win. Based on the second half performance from from Dami Viader, Adam, do you think you think he has done enough to get him into the starting eleven on Saturday, or is he's you know he's coming off an injury, so you can't go too much? Like, what? How, how do you think Mark Briggs balances that? I mean, it's it's definitely comes down to fitness, health wise. So if he's able to go, what impact he had when he came on? I mean, he can't really change a game much more than than he did in a hand and a lot that he did that second half. So I think if he's fully healthy, great. If not, you know, he's on the bench and he's able to contribute a second half similar to what he did. So um, I think that's, that's a good position. Alder did solid in the first half. I think Maloney was a little dinged, threatening on that right-hand side. And we spoke about it in the broadcast. It was those, the wide duels, the battles, which, which could have made a break, could have been make or break in the game. And I think Dami Viader kind of gave that edge to the Republic in the second half. Rob, what did you think of the uh, what? What did Dami change for Sacramento in the second half? It seemed like 
that left side, especially going forward, was a little quiet first half. They're a little one dimensional down the right side, right, right flank with Jack. Did he just come in and completely open up the game for them on the left side? I think overall the team is just better and deeper, had better ways to attack San Antonio. I never felt that game was really in danger. And we had a couple of good looks early on. And I think, uh, you know, credit to the referee of the game, because I think he set the tone that this wasn't going to be a game. We're going to be found, you know, yellow cards every 30 seconds. And so I think their tone was set early, even though it's sort of against the Republic, but either way. So I thought that that helped the Republic a lot more than San Antonio because they wanted to muck up a game a little bit. I think they've been successful. I think they haven't been able to really do that this year, maybe personnel, whatever it may be. And I thought we just came in, looked better as a unit, worked together. And I think when you get later in a game, when things aren't really going your way, that's when it pays off. I thought Domi took advantage of the situation. And, you know, they always say what play or take advantage of what the defense gives you. And I think that's exactly what the Republic did. And I thought out there, uh, did fine. It wasn't that, you know, he was necessarily playing bad, but I think Mark saw an opportunity to get Domi, who was finally, you know, back healthy away in there and such a good one-on-one player. He made a lot of runs. His adrenaline's going to be, you know, through the roof because he's playing for the first time in a couple of weeks. So uh, just all the right moves, all the right calls. And I thought, you know, Luther Archimed probably should have had a goal as well, right? It ended up coming back and getting a goal, but I just thought there was a huge team effort and um, it's just it's really hard to play Sacramento a, a certain way because they can beat you in so many ways. Made in the Shade Tent Rentals is your number one choice for tent rentals in Sacramento and throughout Northern California. From concerts and festivals to corporate events, outdoor dining to private special events, construction, manufacturing, or farming, whenever you need shade, whatever the occasion, we've got you covered. Visit MadeShade.com to inquire about options. That's M-A-D-E Shade.com. Choosing the right health plan for you and your family is simple with Western Health Advantage. Their plans include wellness programs that put you in the game and on the field with ways to stay fit and healthy. Check out their affordable plans that have been keeping our community strong for over 25 years. Go online to westernhealth.com. That's westernhealth.com for more information. Are you living the life you want to live? Restore is Sac Republic's preferred Recovery facility helping the players and coaches do more of what they love. Restore is cutting-edge wellness modalities for every goal from cryotherapy to red light therapy to IV drip therapy, aesthetic services. Create your customized plan today and get ready to meet the best version of yourself at any of their three locations. Sacramento and Lomans Plaza, Roseville at the Fountains, and Folsom in the Palladio. Restore Hyper Wellness, helping you do more of what you love. The first half, I uh, I don't know who I joked with this about, but I have joked about it. It felt like it was very similar to how when I play FIFA, how I play FIFA. Like that very like just hectic, not nothing like smooth in any way, shape or form, just like constantly rushing. And then the second half completely differently. Uh, I agree with you, Rob. Never really felt like Sacramento was over or outmatched. I will say the early yellow card on Mitch Tainer, I think kind of set the tone of like what uh what they could or couldn't get away with i was actually concerned at the end if they were gonna um really start getting physical as they started the game started to kind of slip away but um anyway adam i want to i wanted to ask too um did saturday's or last week friday's game change anything about what you thought about sacramento going into now the western conference final no, I think the big question mark for the Republic is still probably that striker position. You know, it's with Herrera being absent, Archimed on the bench, the only other real striker. 
but they've shown that they can get goals from multiple areas. Obviously, Russell fills in really well up top there, and then you just have the movement underneath. I mean, Rodrigo Lopez didn't even play in this game, but um, he'll be ready to go on Saturday night. I think that's the biggest question, Mark, is sometimes is like, where's the goals going to But Defensively, absolutely solid. Those three guys at the back were were incredible. I mean, everyone had a good night. They really, really did. And the first half was really disjointed. I think, obviously, there's nerves in there. This is your season's on the line. So that that's normal for that to happen. Um, and the second half, the the way they came out and played was, was so, so good. And if they do that, I mean, I have no doubts that they can win this game and then win the championship as well. It's easier said than done, though, right? It's it's tough when when other teams who are really good teams who are left in it are going up against you. One of them, Rob. What do you think about the the aspect from Sacramento where like it, it seems so? Nick Ross played incredibly well. Obviously, the goal and assist. Did we did we give him the assist on the second one? I gave it to him in stadium, but yeah, yeah. It is technically it is his, yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it probably shouldn't be right. It should be Archimedes. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like, uh, I don't know, far, a little far fetched of an assist. I loved it. I'm not saying any, no, no, no disrespect on the assist. I just was seemed it could be, uh, could be up for argument. Um, yeah, yeah, it's well. I just to go back to real quick. Being, I mean, last time Phoenix Roro came off the bench, right, had an impact immediately. You could tell he was the best player on the pitch. Comes in, delivers, set-piece goal, Shane Week gets on the end of it. We still end up losing 2-1 to one down in Phoenix, but that's the kind of impact I think Roro can still have. And when you look tactically what Marcus probably instead of looking to do last week, could this game be extended? And we'll probably, if that's going to be the case, going to need Rodrigo Lopez to deliver an extra time, or if it gets to penalty kicks, you're going to want to have one of your best guys at the spot. So it's probably tacked a little bit of that. But Keko's fully healthy, but now you've got a, even more moving parts to work with. And so, uh, yeah, I think you look at just kind of the history of the year and how things have gone, and now you've added some pieces healthy other than you know, Sebastian Herrera's, who's a big question mark still. I think you've got a lot of really good options to play against this Phoenix team. And what Mark looks at, probably, you know, they want to look at the home match where they won 4 nothing. Um, but even still, they just didn't play their best in Phoenix. And still at the end, you could see one player completely change the dynamic. I think that's what Sacramento has that very few teams have. Having said that, we've seen Phoenix become very dynamic and very resilient. I mean, they go on the road twice, take down San Diego, who's played in their last match, maybe in their entire club history, ended up being the case they win an extra time. Then they follow up and do that again against Orange County on the road one more time. And now they got to go to the road for a third time. So there's going to be some confidence from a road team that you probably wouldn't typically see in a USL championship playoff run. Who's the guy, Adam, you're most concerned about? Is it, is it our actor friend, Danny Trejo, or is it, who is it? Yeah, I think so. He, he's, he's such a good player. He's had another great season. He, he's definitely a big threat, but they have uh, other players. I mean, Arteaga's not played too much lately. I don't know what's going on there, but then you think Formella coming back, he's always got a chip on his shoulder. So, can be very dangerous at times, but I think Trejo's the one that a lot a lot does go through him. He took his goal really well last week. Um, very dangerous player. Just like Wangera's not too concerned with individual players um, for the Republic, I think Sacramento, you know, I think they do look at the individual players. I think, you know, it is it is 
he is a big, big part of that. So if you can keep on top of him, and they did such a good job last week against uh, Patino and Alawashi, really didn't have anything involved in the game. So a lot of credit has to go to the back line. They've got another tough job this weekend containing one of the best players in the USL. It is interesting too. You come out Orange County. If say Orange County wins, it's a different scenario from Phoenix for multiple reasons. But one is Phoenix is now comfortable with winning on the road where Orange County as a two seed, it would have been their first game on the road. So it's almost like a, you know, Phoenix is in this, they've been in this spot. They've been the underdog um, and they've ripped hearts out this year, specifically really badly in San Diego. They obviously beat Orange County, but it's a little bit different. Does that give you concern, Rob, or is it just like, listen, they're hot. They have confidence. Um, and you feel like they are maybe the the second or third best team, or is it the fact they've gotten just kind of hot uh, here late? Um, and I, I think hot and cold is hard to say, right? Because sometimes teams got out performance and sometimes teams are dominant. And I think they've just been willing to make the right moves at the right time and defensively have been pretty good in the playoffs. And I think that's kind of worked itself together. So to me, a team that's like riding hot and you should be you know, sounding the alarms for is just clicking on all cylinders, I mean, they've gone two games in extra time. That's that's going to be a factor as well. And so, you know, they're going to have different training probably this week than they typically would because they've got to get guys rested and ready to go because, Adam, you probably speak to this, is there's a difference between playoff game and tiredness versus a regular season game, right? How much effort you're putting into every single moment of that match because it could ultimately matter whether or not you win or go home. So, to me, there's going to be a little bit of a factor there that's just going to be hard to overcome, but Sacramento can't take that lightly, and they're going to be energized. And so I think that you have a team that didn't think they would be here, or at least people didn't think they would be here, and toward the end of the season, they said, you know what, we're, we're going to make a run at this. This is where we feel like we could be, and, you know, to their credit, they've gotten there. So you got to take them as serious. You've taken the other two rounds. What's what's really interesting with them though is you know I spoke about getting hot at the right time like they weren't they they haven't won they haven't won a game in regulation in seven games the in the last five games of the regular season they did not win a game San Diego were won three or four of the last five Orange County was on a roll so it kind of just shows you you know it, it doesn't really matter too much what your form looks like it definitely helps but these guys have just gutted it out and they seem to have a little bit of togetherness to go on the road to two of the toughest places in the league and get those victories. It's it's definitely uh something's something's going their way right now that they're they're able to eke out these victories and this will be the toughest one for them for sure. So and and what going back to what Rob mentioned, Adam, I'm curious from a player perspective, when you've played a lot of minutes in two straight weeks, which part of the game is the toughest on your legs? Is it the first 15 or is it as you start to creep into the second half? All of them, as I got older, they were all tough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the travel, the travel's really not great. When you think from Phoenix, where they've had to go to San Diego, the back, then they go to Orange County, they're back, the Sacramento back. So the, that travel does take its toll. Um, just working their way up the Pacific Coast. <laughs> yeah, they're working, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up to. Pacific Northwest next, but no, they can't do that. So I, I do think, obviously, starting, you might be a little bit fresher, but towards the end of the game, when you've already got, you know, 60-plus minutes and the travel on your legs, 
Uh, that second half of the game, they, they probably, and you have 34 regular season Open Cup games, hundreds of days of practice on your legs as well. It, it's towards the end of the year, it does really take its toll. So that will be an interesting aspect of this game if Sacramento Republic um, find themselves maybe down a goal or even if they have a lead, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how much energy you'll get from uh, from this Phoenix side. Seems like that's a perfect opportunity for Luther Arshamed to really wreak havoc in whatever capacity, whether they're down a goal or up a goal um, on heavy legs for center backs, for defensive mids. Um, interesting, though, for sure. Um, Rob, what are you... I know you guys probably both went and watched. We have a group text that you guys uh, text in more than I do. Uh, but no, Adam? Too cool for us or what? No, I just, you guys are watching more games than I am. You guys are watching more stuff live where I'm, you know, a little more highlight oriented. He's, knitting. He's got that knitting class on Saturday nights. And so <laughs> yeah. hard. On that TikTok and, yeah. <laughs> I do not have a TikTok. Listen, I know you don't have a Twitter, Moffitt, but come on. Or so, what you ask? What, so what are you asking? Lou City or Charleston? Is that what we're getting at? No, 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 no. What, I'll get there yeah. in a second. But no, no, I'm asking, uh, like, what is it about Phoenix that you think has really stood out to you in these first two playoff games that um, could be dangerous for Sacramento? I think defensively they've been better than they have been lately, but there's they they kind of go in spells, right? They have these six nothing, five nothing wins, where they kind of just pile on you, and then they have games where they're just grinding it out. So I think that's kind of what we've seen from them this year has been pretty typical. And I think, you know, mentality wise, I think you don't see them getting down too quickly. Where I think you saw San Antonio sort of lose it pretty quickly and felt like their game was over. Um, so I don't think you're going to see that with phoenix and I, that was out of evident when you go into san diego and it's packed and it's crazy and they've got a great team and um they still pull out the victory and so i think that they're not afraid and you can see that and that's as much of a characteristic than you know formation wise one thing that's interesting too about phoenix and then we'll we'll touch on the east before we before we go uh so when they had Rick Chance, they had Solomon Asante. They obviously knocked Sacramento out in a controversial way in the 2020 playoffs uh, with the handball or handball that wasn't the goal. Then they, you know, they're one of the top teams. They have Santi Moore. They have all these guys who are really, really well. And then they kind of take a dive. Uh, Rick Chance is let go. Uh, they trade or transfer. I don't even know what you would call it. Bringing in Juan Guerra from Oakland in a kind of an interesting mid mid year. Uh, move last year. He has a full season this year to to get them, and then all of a sudden they're they're playing really well. And for they have been you know a perennial team in the Western Conference, and now it kind of seems like maybe they're getting back to that form. Does that matter, Moffitt? Like, do we care about the story of Phoenix? Like, does that have any sort of ass factor going into the game other than Rob and I telling stories, or does it actually have any impact on this game? I think I think for the fans, you know, there's obviously a little bit of um, I don't want to say resentment towards Phoenix, but they definitely, you know, they've kind of established themselves as front runners in the league. I think Sacramento have done that as well. So there's definitely a little bit of that. And then obviously Solomon Asante handball from a few years back. Uh, fans do not forget that one. So I think there is a tiny little bit more. Uh, you know, the personnel has changed except for Rob, but 
I mean, yes, they have got a little bit better. They only got six more points this year, Phoenix, than they did last year, but they missed the playoffs last year. So it's not they're not back to getting 60 points and scoring freely. They're they're definitely not that team yet, but um it definitely does seem like they're they're heading in the right way um after really tough season last year. And if they win this championship this year, it doesn't really matter, right? If they if they, if they get right. it done, you know. So I, I think there's a tiny little bit, um, you know, in the West, these two clubs have been really, really strong the last few years. And um, I think Phoenix, Phoenix have a chance to win their first championship, Republic get their second. So we'll, we'll see. Hey, uh, Rob, uh, how hard was it to keep you, keep it together uh, when calling the handball two years ago, three years, four, how many years ago? Three years I don't ago? think we did. I'm awfully on the call the yeah, I think it was pretty egregious, and well, I think the worst part was that he was celebrating. bragging, yeah. celebrating, and yeah. showing coaches how he punched it in. I was like, "Come on!" But if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, I guess. So that's what Moffat always says. Yeah, I mean, but hey, look, they they had to find a way. I thought we outplayed them that day, but that's a long time ago, and many of those players uh, for both teams aren't there anymore, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. All right. I like that. So let's jump over to the East real quick. You got Louisville, Charleston. Um, kind By of the way, not, real quick, I think yeah. Moffitt called Phoenix in the Western Conference final a couple of weeks ago. But Did I don't, he? I, don't I, think I, so. I was, was going to go back to that last podcast. I think I did, right? I think I said something. I think like, you did. I, th- I know you had him beat in San Diego. I know. Sure. It, I, think. I definitely had him beat in San Diego. I think I might have. Who knows? Yeah, I think you went out for it. Anyway, we'll, we'll say it that went that way. Just, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's just give you the credit. Didn't yeah. call Detroit, uh, though, first round. Yeah, no one, right? No one. Uh, that was you, actually. Never mind. Did I? You said no. You said potentially. And so, hey, Loose City, Charleston. Uh, I just think Loose City has the experience, which is big. But I think Charleston, when they came here, I was really impressed with them. I've, I've been almost disappointed the way they've sort of shown out this year. I mean, they've hung in there, but I think they've talent-wise could have been a, a much better uh, team at the end of placement-wise. But you know what? It doesn't matter because they have home uh, throughout the Eastern Conference because the other two teams couldn't get it done. So. Uh, very fascinating game. Obviously, uh, this is a great time of the year to play in Charleston weather-wise, so uh, that shouldn't be too much of a factor uh, unless it's a horrific weather. But, um, yeah, that, that's going to be really close. I, I, this one, I think, is definitely going to go to extra time. I just don't think it's going to stay that, through the 90. But we've been surprised before, and Charleston's put on some shows early on. Yeah, tough one to call. Um, I think extra time could be a good show on that. You just feel like yeah, some experience on that side of Louisville. No, I don't think anyone really expected them. Again, they weren't really in great form coming into the playoffs, but they have yet to not make the Western Com- Eastern Conference final, which yeah. is, is incredible. So, I mean, yeah. So, so hot take is is form going into playoffs overrated? Yes. <laughs> yeah, based on this I mean, year's this year, yeah. No. I mean, you look at Sac Republic. I think they have, they kind of re-hit, you know, their their form. Um, I would say the last couple of games of the season, not maybe not fully, but they definitely were trending in the right direction versus yeah. maybe a month ago, right? We I mean, like, I, I, you don't want playoffs to start at that moment. So, um, yeah, it, it is a factor, but then it's also when it's just one game, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will mention. Uh, 
game will be on following college football on Fox 40 this Saturday. So excited for, for that. Uh, probably around 730. Um, so about, about be about a half hour in, unfortunately, with uh, college football. And if college football ends early, who knows? We can go on earlier. But excited about that. Um, should be a lot of fun. Uh, what was that? There was one other thing I was going to mention, and I don't remember what it was. Moffat, whose beer looks better, yours or mine? Oh, you have one? I thought that was just the, the light. And... This is a goatee. It's bad, man. Here, you mean it? Is that part of your Halloween costume? No. Yeah, well, uh, I see that. Nice whiskers, nice, nice man. <laughs> playoff peach fuzz. Uh, Todd told me we were doing playoff beards, and not as many people. He thought I thought everybody was doing it. Not as many people as I thought, but I'm already here now, so I can't, you know, I can't jinx us. No. Yeah, so I just got to wear it and itch like crazy. I don't know ha- how you handle the itch, Moffat. Yeah, you get past that when you grow up. <laughs> uh, okay, on that zinger. <laughs> yeah, that might be the good. That might be the way to end it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, on the broadcast, ESPN Plus, Fox Forty after seven thirty or college football. Uh, Excited for for the call, fellas, and uh, hopefully a, another good match and maybe a chance at the final this weekend. So thanks again, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, Connor. Thank you. Thanks to Robin Callister, Adam Moffitt. And we hope to see you at the match tomorrow. If not, you can catch it on Fox 40 starting at 7.30 p.m. following college football. And as, uh, of course, it's on ESPN Plus as well. But, of course, we want you to be at the match, sacrepublicfc.com slash tickets. We will see you there. Be there. Be be early. Be loud. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's coming up tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.